0: on track and we're going to start God bless it getting a bunch of texts all at the fucking same time of course and then this fucking thing just unplugged good timing um no one probably cares that much there we go no one probably cares all that much but uh a bunch of firings at kmbr today uh including on the show that I worked on, Polly Mac, laid off. Lee Hammer, studio manager at KBR, laid off. Uh, Radio is a bad, bad, bad industry to be in right now. Um, But it is what it is. Okay, Uh, we're going to start it off with the rule change. I'm going to get right to that. Uh, I made mention of it in the text. It's a simple one, and it's not going to take place until next year. Uh, The trade deadline is going to be moved back a week. Uh, I was doing good commissioning commissioning commissionering, um and didn't realize that there is still regular season starting next week my intended goal of the deadline was to have the the deadline be one week prior to the trade deadline not two so next week um the deadline will be this week week 13 instead of week 12 so that's the uh, that's the update. That's the rule change that we'll be getting into. Um, if there are others down the road this year, I will bring those up to you guys. Um, and I will be the one to make the final decision. Because uh, if I let you idiots vote, we get the stupid lottery. So that's that. So that's the rule change uh, for all those that were so concerned. Because there were a few people that were concerned. Uh, okay, so... How do I want to start this week? Let's just get this out of the way real quick. I went three and two last week. I picked myself first, Jeremy. That was lost. picked Cole versus Joe. That was lost. Hit everything else. Uh, Tim versus Zip, Mendo versus Rob, J- Jared versus Gomer. Um, I would have put a little. I mean, I guess I can. And I'm going to do it this week uh, after the fact of doing my rankings. I had to re-add some teams on there because. There is still some scenarios that can play out, and we can end up having a pretty interesting. Um, turn this up just a hair. A pretty interesting. Um, that sounds better, doesn't it? Uh, final couple weeks here. There are some scenarios where I thought the top six was set at this point, and this week was all about standings and and matchups that will have come first round. Uh, obviously, there's still a little bit to be determined. So with that being said i'm gonna get into oh i see joe flacco got picked up and leonard fournette yet again got picked up jesus jeremy um really gonna ride that fucking horse into the ground aren't you for god's sake now king north carolina i don't know who that is i'm not answering jesus Um. all right team number 10 is Gomer team 9 is Robbie not going to do much on you two right now team 8 I guess let me just look at this again real quick just so I understand it I guess there is a scenario where you Cole team number 8 can get into the playoffs Um. and that scenario is you beat Robbie, this week, so you have to beat Robbie. You need Zip to lose to Joe, and you need me to lose to Gomer. If that happens, you would then need in week 14 to then beat Gomer, or no, excuse me, Jared. Is there a way I can fucking silence this shit? My God, I wonder if that comes through to you guys. It's so annoying. Um, You would have to beat Jared next week. You would need Zip to lose to Jeremy, and you would need me to lose to Tim. I guess there's a chance. So, theoretically, you're still playing for something this week. Um, Like I said, I thought that this was the last week of the regular season, and it didn't matter. Good commissionering by me. Um, so you still have a chance, your teammate, um, we're going to get to you a little bit more. We're going to get to every team a little bit more here in a few minutes. Um, so the, the weekly rankings are going to be kind of quick. Um, but obviously there's a little more to it this week than I thought zip, you're going to be team seven. Um, not having a bunch of, uh, jumping around here when it comes to the rankings and the standings, um, zip similar to Cole, right? You need to win this week and next week. So this week you have to beat Joe. You need me to lose to Gomer. I guess in theory, both of you could have me win this week. And you both win. You both have to go. Zip and Cole both have to go 2-0. The next two weeks, I can go one and one for them for this scenario for them to get in. I have to go at minimum one and one for them. I cannot go two and zero. Oh. If I go one and one, they both still have a chance. And then it comes down to points. Zip, you are you are one hundred and eighty points behind me. Cole, you're about five hundred points behind me. So you would you're you're better off having me go zero and two. But theoretically, I can go one and one, and you guys can theoretically catch me. It is possible, I guess. So. Best case scenario, you both have, not even best case, you both have to go 2-0. I mean, I guess I can, I guess you both can go 1-1 and I can go 0-2. It doesn't seem like it's possible. I'm playing Gomer. But again, there's still a chance. So, Zip, you need to win um, at least one match of these two matchups. You got Joe this week. You have Jeremy next week. Not the best matchups for you. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb, and this is where I'll probably get fucked. But I'm going to say that the playoffs are set. I'm going to say Cole and Zip aren't getting in. Call me crazy. Um, maybe I'll end up being wrong, and that, that wouldn't be the first time, and it won't be the last, obviously. Uh, but I just I, – I think um, – yeah, I, I think we are at a point now where – uh, too many things have to happen for you guys. And one of them being is me losing to Gomer would really have to happen, I think. And and I don't think that that's going to happen. And even if I don't lose to Gomer, I guess you still have a chance. But you're talking about almost 200 points for Zip and 500 for Cole. I'm wasting way too much time on this. You're seven, Zip. Um, I'm team six. Do I have any difference? Yeah, I guess I do a little bit. I'm team six. Um,. My quarterbacks have to carry me. Um, We'll get a little into, like I said, we're going to get into everyone's team a little bit more here pretty soon. Um, My quarterbacks have to carry me. They haven't been doing it. Um, uh, You know, if Herbert has a good week, Hurts does. Although I guess two weeks ago they both had good weeks. But it's just they're not quite matching up great. Um, The Eagles offense isn't quite clicking like it did last year, which is ridiculous to say at the end of the day. I mean, Hurts is still going off. He had the one shitty game against Kansas City. He scored 60 last week, 50 the week prior to the KC game, sixty-five. I mean, he's still going off, but it's it. I, I think we could all agree they're not quite as explosive as they were last year, but they're fucking better. Um, which is crazy. So quarterbacks are gonna carry me. Um, my skills just have not done what I expected them to do, especially again, I think we'd all agree going into this, uh, my wide receivers looked a hell of a lot better on paper than my running backs. And again, I've made some moves since the the mostly just in the last week here, but My running backs have been way better than my wide receivers, which is I don't think any of us would have guessed. Uh, Team number five is Jeremy. Um, You're not going to like this, but your problem is your quarterbacks. Um, Tua is a a complete boom or bust guy. He's really good when he's good, and he's not when he's not. And going down the stretch, you've got this week and next – Somewhat easy matchups. You got pretty bad matchups for Tua in the in the playoffs if you haven't noticed. You got the Jets, you got Dallas, and you got Baltimore. I know the Jets suck on offense, but that defense is filthy. Um and Aaron Rodgers is coming back. So maybe they're still I I mean they have to like win out. So if they win the next two weeks, that doesn't help you. Dallas' defense is good. Baltimore's defense is good. Both of those two teams are playing for things. Trevor, um, you know, he is just he had a, a pretty decent game last week against Houston. It wasn't very good the week prior against Tennessee, but I think he still scored well. Yeah, he scored really well against He had the two rushing touchdowns. Um, he has an okay schedule down the stretch for you. You get to miss the Browns in the playoffs, which is nice because that's also a very good defense. Baltimore's a really good defense. You're going to play the first week. I don't think there's a chance. I mean, yeah, Mendo's got to go. I mean, I guess there is a chance. Mendo or Tim would both have to lose both week. Uh, you're again. I'm pretty confident in saying you're going to be playing uh, week one of the playoffs. So yours is is the opposite of mine. Your skills are going to carry you. The problem is you have got a guy like Brees who's really fucking good. Obviously he's banged up, but also is running in an offense with Tim Boyle or Zach Wilson. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to play this year. It's just Aaron Rodgers making it about himself because that's what he likes to do. And by doing that. It's going to give them this false sense of hope, and it's also going to make media coverage even more wild. I don't think Brees Hall is going to get the benefit from Aaron Rodgers until next year. So that doesn't do you any good. Waddle, we talked about Tua. Um, I'm a big Jalen Waddle fan. Uh, I really think he's talented, but, again, kind of been booming or busting lately. That's not what you want going into the playoffs. A.J. Brown obviously is very good, the clear and far and away number one receiver. Um, although the last two weeks have been pretty mediocre for him, especially the KC week, but that was a weird week. Both of those games were weird, right? Yeah, the Buffalo game was a ton of terrible weather, so I'm not worried about AJ Brown. Like I said, I don't think the Eagles' offense is quite as as it, as explosive as it was last year, blah, blah. but I do think they're pretty still pretty fucking good still. ETN obviously um, has been pretty solid for the most part all year. I think his brother's in the portal. I think he's leaving Florida. Uh, Najit. Um, whatever fine I don't trust him anymore but that's fine Garrett Wilson again similar to the the Brees Hall thing so I put you hit five just because even though you have a bunch of big name players Kenny's not going to play this week but I'm sure he'll come back in time for playoffs for you you have a bunch of big name skill players um, but they've all kind of run into their own little weird situations other than AJ Brown I'd say um, so if those situations can get better in the next couple of weeks you have a good chance um, but your quarterbacks are are a uh, a real eyebrow raiser for me, at least. I, I imagine you're going to end up playing Kyler over Tua. But maybe, I mean, not against the Niners. So you have to go, you know, you got to go either Kyler against the Niners or Tua against the Jets or you bench Kyler. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do. Bears defense is pretty good and Philadelphia's defense is good. Kyler doesn't have a good quarterback matchup either. So, I yeah, it's not great. Um, team number four, the hottest team going, Joe. Joe, listen to this. Since scoring 304 points in week eight when you lost, you have won four in a row. You're probably going to – I said five-game stretch, but, damn, i got to do a little more research. Who do you play? Oopsie. You played Mendo that last week, so you might lose against Mendo. But you're probably going to win this week, and we'll get to the picks here in a minute on this week. But you're playing Zip. Zip does have something to play for still, but obviously has been wildly banged up. Um, has not had the best quarterback play all year. So you probably go on a five-game win streak. Since you scored 304 in Week 8 and lost to Jared, who scored, I think, 313 or 318. Yeah, 319. So you lose by 15, scoring 304. Your team is on an absolute fucking heater. I did see Joe today. That is correct. Um, Joe was at the Sutter. We were there. Scarlett had to get her uh, 12-month shots. That was fun. Uh, Joe was there to see a doctor who was in Modesto. So... Well done to Joe, in that system. today. I like it? Um, you're the hottest fucking team running. It's, I, I, I'm shocked. I, I didn't. You know your your team. There's. Uh, I I I'd probably say there's one other team that I think was better than you but has really built themselves into a, a monster right now. But I thought to start the year they were better than you. Your team I didn't see it at all. I mean you literally about a week before the, the leagues the season started, you had Trey Lance still. You'd be running out Love and Lance, you'd be running in the first pick. Gomer thought I mean, let's be real, I gave Gomer three first round picks for Caleb and one of the picks at the time was really looking like two. So, Gomer was going to have his pick between May and, and Marvin Harrison, most likely. Obviously, it ended up not being the case because your team has gone on this fucking tear. You made some good trades down the stretch. Um, you know, you got a guy like uh, Isaiah Pacheco. You traded a first and second for him and a fourth. I thought that was kind of stupid, but turned out to be all right. Um, Ayuk, you got him from Mendo for what did you get him for? Just a first-round pick. Again, I didn't love it at the time, but, hey, it worked out. You hit on Laporta. Um, you got a, you give a second, you got a fourth in Laporta. That's a win. Um, you've, just, you, you, you've made some trades I haven't loved. I mean, you traded two firsts and a third for Evans and Lance, but then you turned around and got... Basically, you traded two firsts and a third for Evans, excuse me, evans Hal and a second. So I think that's a win. So, I mean, some of the moves you've made in the moment look terrible, um, but they've panned out really well, and your team is on absolute fucking fire. Um, I do think you're gonna lose a little with Mostert and or Wilson here coming up because I do think Alpaca's coming back. However, it has been we we've seen so far in Alpaca's short career that he is definitely, despite playing in the SEC and we all know this, but that the NFL is a lot bigger and a lot fucking faster than the SEC and and Alpaca's finding that out himself right now. Um. So I do think Mostert is still going to get some touches, obviously. Um, I would suspect it'll be – I mean, if you go look at Alpaca, even before he got hurt, I mean, he never had more than 60% snaps. And even in that game against Buffalo, he had eight carries for 101, and he had five targets and three catches. I mean, he only had 11 touches in that game. The most carries he's ever had was 18 against the Broncos when he went nuts. He had four catches in that game. So again, is a fifty percent snap guy. So that means Mostert's going to be on the field a, a decent amount too. So you'll lose some touches there, but I think you're going to be okay. It's it's just uh, it's it's a hell of a run. Your team number four, team three. I'm going to put Jared here again. Um, the Burrow injury is brutal because it's twofold. I talked about it. I think last week. Um. You know, it's – you lose Burrow. That sucks, obviously. And then you don't lose Chase, but you lose some of Chase's production. Um, Like, we go look here. And one of the things that the backup quarterbacks like to do is they like to try and force feed the best guy, which I think Browning did a decent job. I mean, we had – he had six targets, four catches for 81 yards last week against Pittsburgh, a decent defense. I think it'll be something similar to that against Jacksonville. I'm thinking more of something along the lines of like eight or nine targets, six catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown probably. And I think that's probably what you'll get, and I think you'll be quite happy with that. That's, what, 22, 25 points, somewhere in that range. But it still hurts him because it's still not Joe Burrow throwing him the ball. And again, he hasn't had the best year. Burrow was obviously banged up for a lot of the year. He had the big game against Arizona and then a bunch of decent ones. But the... The Burrow injury, like I said, it's just twofold because you really more more so losing Burrow, but then obviously Chase takes a hit. Um, you still have a really good skill starting lineup, and you have team killer Patrick Mahomes, who hasn't had a great year. He's had that team killer kind of year, which again, and we say this, the guy's got like I don't even know where's let's see how many points does he have right now. It's fucking stupid. Doesn't matter. He has a lot of points. It's not very easy to look this up on the fucking website when you're trying to do this. Damn you. Damn the devil. Regardless, Mahomes is uh, still very good. I guess I could do this. But he's not having the the wild Mahomes greatest year ever type of thing, which, again, you're going to need coming down the stretch right now with um, – I mean, he's got 523 points, which puts him in in like uh, – three. Four, So he's eight right behind Mah- or Herbert and Tua, which is crazy that – I mean, that's what we – talked. Jeremy and I had an argument the other day about Tua, and he thinks it's a win that Tua's above Herbert and Mahomes. This is Tua's best year, and it's still going to show that he barely is better than Herbert and Mahomes on their worst year, and I don't even think when the season ends he's going to be above them points-wise. Um Regardless, Jared, your starting lineup is still filthy when it comes to the skills. I mean, we're talking about putting Chase down a little bit. You're probably putting him in the flex. You're going to start a guy like Hill and, and Pittman for sure. You're still going to start Chase. But coming down the stretch, I'll have Barkley back. Obviously, his value is taking a little bit of hit over the year without Daniel Jones, but he's still done pretty damn well for the most part. Uh, Tommy DeVito is, uh, you know, keeping the the boat rowing in the right direction. Okay, that's that's fun. Okay, I see it had there. Um, but yeah, you'll have you'll have Barkley down the stretch, which will help you out. So, I got you three. Would not even be surprised if you still won the league. Team number two. Tim, can't believe I'm doing this again. Um, my my problem is Tim is you just lost JT. It sounds like probably for the year you might get him back. Might get him back in like the semis or the finals, but even then I'd be surprised. I guess it'll it'll all depend on where the Colts are in the standings at that point. Um Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be interesting. He has looked pretty good since he's come back this year. Um looked really fucking good actually. Like looked like the Jonathan Taylor of old. I mean, basically since he took over the snaps, we'll call it week 7, he's gone 26, 14, 22, 20, 20, and 25. That's pretty good. Um, That's sort of what you're hoping to get out of a guy like him. Um, but you lose him now. And obviously, you know, you you have a bunch of buys this week. I'm not really worried about this week per se, but you'll be fine. You got Jacob still. I, I mean, James Cook will be a nice... A guy you can put in your starting lineup, obviously, which I think you've started him a few times. You still got Ford, you still got Connor, you still got David Montgomery when healthy is very good. Tony Pollard hasn't been spectacular this year this year, but still been pretty solid. Um you'll have plenty of options still. Your skills are still pretty good, and you're gonna get JJ back, I would assume, after this week. Um you've got one of the hottest defenses in the fucking league, which is just fucking crazy to say in the Broncos. I can't believe what they've done. Vance Joseph is Historically not that great of a defensive coordinator. John Elway fucked everything up so bad when he was so adamant about hiring VJ from the Dolphins that year when he should have hired Kyle Shanahan, who really wanted the Broncos' job more than the Niners' job. Makes a lot of sense as to why at that time. But Elway, uh, he got Peyton Manning to go to Denver, so I guess that's good. That was a fun few years. But it sure masked a lot of his bad decisions. Anyways, Tim, you're two because of your quarterbacks. Allen, very good. Um, Does make some throws that really make you sick and have to probably want to hang yourself as a Bills fan. Um, But he's still, I think he's QB1. Yeah, I think, yeah. So, I mean, he's still putting up massive points. He's got a tough matchup coming down the stretch against Kansas City, Dallas. The Chargers looked a little better the other day, and defense being bad never makes any sense. And then New England, so if you get to there, that'll be fine. But my problem is your quarterback, too. I don't really care that much about Allen. Obviously, we all know Allen is good. It's... Stafford has not looked great since you got him, which I did like that deal for you. Although I guess he was good against Arizona. But that's against Arizona. So we'll have to see what he does down the stretch. But again, that's probably the guy you might want to start, but I'm thinking you'll probably end up going Jared Goff because that's the right guy to start because he's been so good this year. But again... Well, last week against Green Bay, I guess they had to throw it a bunch down the stretch, which is nice. And you'll take the garbage points. So, I, you know, as I say it and look at it, I don't know if I necessarily love it. You're probably not going to start a guy like Cooper Cup going, going forward when you have everyone off by and ready to go. But I just – I think your quarterbacks are just a little bit worse than Mendo's. Um, and Mendo's team won. And he's the guy I was talking about with the Joe thing when the year started. I, I thought you were a playoff team, Mendo, but what you've done is pretty impressive. Um you got a gift from Robbie when Robbie passed on Stroud. And, you know, it's easy to say in hindsight, but even beforehand, I think I, I was a, I was never the biggest Bryce Young fan, as it were. And I just think he's so small and such a terrible offense. By the way, the bet of the week is betting Carolina. Um, and I'll talk about that here in the Caleb Race here in a few minutes. Um, but Mendo's got Stroud, Dak, and, and uh, poopy pants Lamar. The hardest thing for Mendo is he just has to pick the right ones down the stretch. That's really good. I mean, I don't know if Stroud's going to keep putting up 70 and 80 every fucking week, but boy, oh boy, since... Yeah, it's unbelievable what he's doing. Um, so I imagine he's probably going to start, but then you look at Dak and Dak's schedule down the stretch. Well, he plays Philly. That's a good defense. Buffalo's kind of leaking oil and Miami's defense isn't all that great. So you probably start Dak down the stretch. So that's Mendo's biggest issue going forward at the quarterback spot, right? Is having three is sometimes difficult, but it's a good problem to have. Rashad White has been really good all year long. Um especially, like, the last, like, month and a half. Yeah, since, like, week 7. We're talking 19, 20, 33, 25, 20, 20. Like, that's really good. You get Swift from me. We'll talk about that trade a little bit more here in a few minutes. I'm DeAndre Swift has looked just like the guy that we all thought he would be coming out of Georgia since week 2, I think, basically. Week 2 was yeah, he had a horrible week 1. I was like, oh, great. DeAndre Swift, one carry, three yards, one catch, no yards. Like, fuck, that's awesome. From there, it's been really, really good. Um, Who is this texting me now? I'm not watching on tape. Um, Yeah, Swift's been really good. You get Lamb from Cole. I think that's a great... I'll get to that in a minute. I guess I want to jump the gun a little. DK, Gibbs, uh, Brian Robinson. You look at your bench, right? You've got... Christian Watson, who actually looked kind of good last week, finally. Um, Jordan Love has definitely looked a lot better, which is big for you. You got Isaiah Likely, who's probably going to be the tight end for the rest of the year. He's, you know, whatever. You know, tight ends don't matter. We all know my stance for the most part. Um, Your boy, (laughs) Mayer. Just looking here. Yeah, I mean, you still have pretty decent depth. You've got Hollywood. you got Alexander Madison. Yeah, I mean. I'm just I'm impressed with what you've done with this team. You don't have a lot of picks going forward, but that doesn't really matter because your team's pretty damn good and pretty damn young, which is an important step. Um, you're in a similar spot to where I think Jared was last year, but you're actually even a little bit younger than where Jared was last year. Jared didn't have a lot of actually they still think Jared had a few picks last year and moved him obviously this year. I just i think you've done a great job um and like I said your team's pretty damn young Madison is one of your older players at 25 years old um especially at the running back position so you're in a really good spot uh, not only now but going forward which we'll get to here in a bit so you are team one okay trade deadline let's get to that that was an interesting final like 20 minutes or so um it's pretty quiet. Uh, We were all kind of waiting to see if I think we all knew there. there were a lot of offers out there. Um, I think we all know that Jared tried really hard to get another quarterback, um, another elite quarterback for that matter. Um, Can't blame him for trying. I can't blame a lot of the people for turning down the offers. I get, you know, I get both sides of it. I see both sides. I see what Jared's thought process was on some of them where, hey, I'm going to attach Burrow. I'm going to give you Burrow and I'm going to attach Chase to it. And that's going to be a, a huge win for you, whoever the you is in the situation. I, like I said, I think there was a few of them. It's a big win for you in the future, but it's killing you right now. And I think the problem was is that all the guys that he was going to, for the most part, were in the hunt, are still in the hunt. You look at the bottom half of the league, right? You look at Zip doesn't really have a quarterback he's going to part with, maybe Purdy, but I don't think you would have paid that price, and I don't think Zip would have paid it back. It'd have been, I'm sure it would have been something like a Purdy – Alave, and, like, all of Zip's 24 first. He wasn't going to do that for Chase and Burrow. So that's the only guy at the bottom of the league that I can see that you really would have gone to. I mean, Cole, you're not going to go to get Russell Wilson. You're not going to go try and get O'Connell. You're not going to try and get Dobbs. God, Cole, you don't even have a quarterback to start this week, even though you're still in the hunt. Um, but, I mean, I get – yeah, I don't see what you'd have done with Cole. Um, and then all the teams above you, the Jeremy's not going to trade you any of his three because they're all just – indifferent and mediocre and he would have had to attach too much Mendo's not going to trade you one of his three because he's looking at it from the perspective of why would I help the competition even though it helps me in the long run I'm pretty good here in the short term and the long term so we all know Jared tried to get a a quarterback which I get like I said made a lot of sense and then it was a lot of sitting and waiting and we were all kind of waiting on Cole you know Jeremy got a Najee for 25 first whatever I, I don't know if I love that Gomer came out big I mean Ty Chandler Basically netted him a first-round pick, and from what I recall, I don't know if you even spent a dollar on Ty Chandler. Let's see, Gomer. Let's go to Joe's team real quick. Yeah, you spent nothing on Ty Chandler on November 6th. You turned that into a first-round pick. That's good. That's how you tank. That's how you... A crew picks going forward for some of the guys that are going to be in this situation next year. I'm looking at you, Cole. I'm looking at you, Robbie. That's how you sort of do it. You you keep a lot of you have a lot of filler on the bench, easy cuttable guys. You find a running back. You find a receiver that's in a decent position that after a trade and you know you you know that no one has room for him. You spend five bucks. I give you guys a lot of fab. Don't burn it, Gomer. That's that's not how you tank. You don't burn all of your fab in your tank season early on. Um, because I think you missed out on a couple other guys. I know you missed out on a couple other guys you wanted, but regardless, you get Ty Chandler for nothing, and you, you turn it into a first round pick. That's a huge win for you. But we were all sitting and waiting basically on Cole. I think we all sort of knew that everyone was was trying to was circling Cole. Everyone wanted Lamb. Everyone wanted Bijan. Um, I think Cole had a lot of offers on the table for both of those guys. He ended up accepting, and obviously a lot of contention about it. But he ended up accepting the. Uh, JSN and 225 firsts for Lamb. From what I understand, you had another offer on the table. Um, I think we all agree the other offer had the better receiver and more first round picks. If you like J- here's the deal though. And again, we've all done this and we'll all do it again in the future. Look at Jared a couple years ago when he spent a fortune on McCaffrey and it cost him big. It's turning out to be pretty good now, but Jared will tell you a couple years ago he wished he hadn't have done that deal. We all will sometimes make deals for guys that we just like better. For whatever reason, doesn't matter. And there's a reason you like JSN better than you like Addison. If it's the Rose Bowl, maybe it's whatever. I don't know what it might be, but there's a reason you like JSN better. I'm okay with that. I, I would have taken the other deal. I would have taken the Addison and the, uh, the multiple firsts, two or three, whatever it was. I would have probably taken that deal personally not because of the Addison, but because I'm getting three instead of two. If that is the case, if I'm, I could be remembering wrong. And there's been a lot of group texts since then. And I'm not going to go scroll. I don't care enough. I don't think it's a terrible deal for you though, because you get your first back next year. Now, again, it's the lotto year and that sort of isn't great. However, you still have Bijan and Bijan is going to net you something. If you want to trade him, you might sit there and say, you know what? I'm in okay spot. I'm, I don't, you know, I, I, my guys didn't quite pan out as well as I wanted. I still have a guy like Devontae Adams who I imagine you're probably going to trade in the offseason because you're not going to want him anymore because he's not going to be a Raider anymore. So you still have some room to make some deals. Obviously, the deadline has passed. I think that's a great, a, a great trade for Mendo. Good trade for you, great trade for Mendo. Okay, so that's the big deal that everyone was kind of waiting on. We were waiting to see what Cole was going to decide to do, if he was going to do anything. If you hadn't done anything, holy shit, you would have gotten roasted. But you did it, so good job, good on you. I think that was the right move. And then right after that, I mean, within minutes, seconds, even, I think, uh, mine and Mendo's deal went through. Swift and Metcalf for uh, Henry, Alpaca, and Joe's first in 2025. I think. I think it makes Mendo's team better in the short, and probably helps me a little bit more in the long. Um, Henry is still putting up numbers for now, but there is a cliff, and he's going to fall off it now. He's on my team, so that sort of sucks. But get Joe's pick, which I will get to here, I think could be a high-end pick, although as I started the show earlier when I was doing the rankings, Joe is the king of out kicking his coverage, so he could end up doing that again this year, or next year, excuse me. Um, get a guy in Alpaca, I mentioned him earlier as well, has shown that he can't probably withstand, I don't know, I don't think, at least at this point, the NFL, the... the 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 speed and the the power and the the size of the NFL I mean he's only 59 190 like that's not big um but when he's out in space fuck he's good so you know his 12 touches 13 touches a game hopefully he's able to do a lot with it I hate to lose a guy like Swift I hate, actually hate selling low on Metcalf because this is his worst year basically ever um but it is what it is I had to do it it was just too good of a deal um and like I said it is you know it's always fun to um, to have an exciting deadline. And hopefully next year's is something similar. Um, yeah, hopefully it's something similar next year. So that was the deadline. A lot of good trades. Um, some things that look like they could be not only good for now, but also in the future. Okay. Bad beat of the week. I guess I'll go with myself. Fuck you, Jesse Bates. Cocksucker. Um, stat of the week, couple stats here, okay. Cooper Cup has had a bad year. Um, as we all know, he's been a point of contention amongst the majority of the people in the group. I guess Tim has even gotten to deal with some of the spillover from another league. Um, part of it, I would say, from what I've gathered on this stat that I'm reading here, is due to his designed plays, according to this fucking dweeb on Twitter. So the percentage of Cooper Cup's targets to come on designed plays per fantasy points data. Jesus, these guys are losers. 2021, he had 12.3% designed plays towards him. 2022, 23.7. This year, 4.2. Since week five, oh, I'll get to this. Puka Nakua has had 19% of the targets come on designed plays. Speaking of Puka Nakua, I was on the phone with Mendo when we were negotiating, and he had, we all know Mendo has his way with uh, names, and he called Puka on the phone. I fucking laughed. It was so funny. and I won't even say it as funny as he said it, but it was, He it's, it's Puka Nakua, for those, the uninitiated, or Puka Nakukua. Puku Nakukua. <laughs> and he said it. Stone cold sober, wasn't even trying to be funny. So Mendo, very funny. Also the stat of the week: Mendo's pronunciation of "puku," "puka nukukuwa." So thought that was funny. You guys might laugh. I laughed. Fuck you guys anyway. A um, couple other stats mentioned. Uh, I've mentioned both of these guys actually today. Uh, RB one this year is CMC. RB two at the moment, according to this fucking dweeb, is Raheem Mostert. So the, uh, the point gap from RB1 to RB2 is larger than the gap from Mostert, again, RB2, to RB25, Jalen Warren. Pretty big stat. So good for Jared. Helps you out, obviously, this year and going forward. And then the last stat we had, uh, uh, this upcoming draft, will more likely than not, not guaranteed, but more likely than not, uh, Marvin Harrison's son, Frank Gore's son, Jerry Rice's son—that one is confirmed because Brendan just accepted his uh, senior bowl invite today. Tua Tagovailoa's brother and Christian McCaffrey's brother—you um, are missing someone else, Gomer, who sent me this stat. You're missing EJ Smith, who is Emmett's son. I don't think he's going into the draft, though. I do think he's going to end up in the portal. Um, but yes, Emmett's son is also in the league or in college football, and Travis Etienne's brother Trevor is at Florida, who will not be going into the draft. Okay. Caleb rankings um, are as follows. We're down to six six teams, right? I'm going to go least likely to likely. I think Tennessee is on the list because they only have three wins. I do think they're going to win one more game at least going forward. Um, Levis got back to what he'd been doing uh, before Gomer traded. I'm sure Gomer was like, yeah, I fucking told you, fucking guys, fucking white bird motherfuckers. Sorry, I had to turn my fan on on my laptop. Um, But regardless, they're playing Indy, Miami, Houston, Seattle, Houston, and Jacksonville. I think they're going to win one more of those. If they don't, they're definitely in that hunt. Although I think their strength of schedule is too good for the time being. Anyway, they're in the hunt. The Giants are definitely in the hunt. Um, I don't think – I mean, Tommy DeVito's fun. It's fun seeing his fucking Tony Soprano dad in the the, uh, stands. They play Green Bay. They play New Orleans. I guess maybe that one, but that's at New Orleans. They're not beating Philly. Maybe, maybe, maybe they beat the Rams and then at Philly. So I see maybe one to two wins. I really doubt they beat New Orleans, maybe the Rams. Um, So maybe they get the four. But I think they're really deep in that hunt. The Bears, uh, with their own pick, that is. The Bears going forward have Detroit, probably not going to beat them, even though they should have beat them a couple weeks ago. Probably won't. Cleveland maybe, but that's their Arizona could be a big game. That could be a, a, a very important game. I don't think the Bears are getting Caleb with their own pick, um, but there's obviously the chance the, the the Carolina pick, which we'll get to here in a minute. Uh, Atlanta and then Green Bay, I, probably not winning either of those. Maybe Atlanta, but I doubt it. Oh, shit. Didn't mean to do that. Reopen. Um so, yeah, the Bears, but they could, theory, I mean, their their goal, I, it's crazy that they won a couple games. Their goal really should have been one and two and just get Caleb and Marvin Harrison and fucking take it to the bank. Uh, New England. New England is on this list, and I think they are definitely in this hunt. Zappi's starting this week. He's better than Mac. I think we all agree on that. Um, the Chargers, that seems like such a Charger game to lose to them. At Pittsburgh, they're not winning that. At home against Kansas City, I don't think they're winning that. I don't think they're going to beat Denver anymore, which is crazy. I don't think they're going to beat Buffalo. Maybe, maybe, maybe they beat the Jets. So I don't see any way that they get to more than – they might get to four. I don't know. I don't think they will, especially – I mean, that – I think there's going to be such a – Belichick's gone. There's going to be such a cleaning of the house in New England. It's crazy. I don't think any of us would have totally guessed that this would have happened. Team two in this scenario, I think, are the Cardinals. Um, They have played well all year. I I really do think that they fight better than almost every single team in the NFL. I think Jonathan Gannon talked about it time and again now. He is not very inspiring when you listen to him talk and his pump-up speeches that we have seen from uh, whatever the hell it's called on HBO. I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, But that team fights, and God bless America. call you back. Um... I wonder if you guys hear that. Sure doesn't look like it. Yeah, I don't think you do. Okay. Just me. Uh, Going forward, they have Pittsburgh. This is their Cardinals, Arizona, or Pittsburgh, San Francisco at Chicago. Mentioned that game already. I think that's going to be a big, big, big game. Um, Mostly for the Harrison hunt. Because I don't know what the cards are going to do. I mean, if they've got two, they've got to stick with Kyler, I think, over Drake May and take Harrison. That seems like, that's what I would do. And, you know. But it's the Cardinals again. It's crazy how these organizations run. They're so poorly run, and I mean, Jeremy can attest to this. We have texts with our cousins from Chicago, and these guys are so. Oh, we got to, the Bears. All of Chicago doesn't want Caleb or Drake May. They want to keep Fields and draft Maserati Marv and get a new offensive coordinator and good as gold. It's like what the fuck? One of them said to me yesterday. He goes, well, "What do you think the Bears' record be with Sean Payton?" Well, fucking better, obviously. I'm not arguing that flu sucks. I know he sucks. But what kind of fucking asshole wants to turn down taking arguably the best prospects since luck? Probably I'm pretty sure most draft analysts would say that, but these fucking guys do. It's crazy. Fucking nuts. So that'll be a big game. Um, team one is Carolina. Obviously they don't own their pick. Um, that's in the bears hands. I, I, like I said earlier, I do think that this is a uh, bet Carolina week, maybe money line at Tampa. No one thinks they're going to win. They just fired Frank Reich. Tampa's still sort of in this hunt. This is a bet Carolina game, and it's their last chance, uh, I think, to win a game, really, and it's only because of the, you know, new coach, new staff, all playing for these guys, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They go at Tampa, at New Orleans, Atlanta, Green Bay, at Jacksonville versus Tampa. I don't see them getting to – I don't even see them getting to three wins, let alone four. Three is probably getting you the first pick. Um, So I'm still of the belief that Carolina is going to have that first pick, and I still think Chicago takes – uh, Caleb Williams, and if they don't, it's just be the most bearish fucking thing ever. And the way it looks here, Chicago's actually got the worst strength of schedule that's in this hunt. Um, but as it were, if Carolina and Atlanta, or excuse me, Arizona and New England all had two wins, let's say, as of this moment, uh, Carolina would have the worst strength of schedule. So that's it. I think Carolina wins this week. I think if you guys are betting, I'd bet Carolina personally. All right, future rankings. I don't even love it. I had a hard time with 8, 9, and 10. Team number 10 is Robbie. You have a bunch of second-rounders here in this coming draft. Ride the tank out all of 24. Hit on your picks in 2025. You have a chance to make the playoffs. You just have to be patient. If you're not patient, if you sell all the picks for fucking Rams, you're just going to keep sitting here and donating money to all of us. I have you at uh, 10 team number nine for now. I have you here, Cole. Um, you do have the assets to pump this rebuild up a lot faster. Um, you know, you have guys like Bijan, obviously I mentioned him. I, I think you can get a pretty decent haul for a guy like that and theoretically maybe get it even earlier than I think you could. Maybe you could find a couple 2024 picks come your way for him. I'm pretty sure you can get a lot of 2025s for him. Um, You have Devontae Adams. I mentioned him. I do think that that's a guy that you'll be able to trade if you want. Um, And I think you will because I do think he's going to end up in New York, and I think Rodgers wants him there. I think it'll be their one last hurrah. Rodgers will be coming back from his Achilles, and, oh, his modern medicine and his weird fucking hippie shit got him all healthy and cured. So I can see a scenario where uh, uh, Devontae Adams ends up in in New York and someone is willing to give you at least one, if not maybe even two firsts or first and second, something along those lines. Um, it's far off if you do what you did last time though. do not learn from your mistakes. Again, I understand, I told you and I still think this not all of the picks are gonna hit, but just because not all the picks are gonna hit doesn't even mean you need, to, you need to sell them for not you're never gonna probably get sure sure things, but my God, get something that's, you know, kind of close. So your team nine, team number eight, Joe in the future, obviously I talked about you right now, you're the hottest team going. You're going to be in the playoffs. You're going to have a chance. I think any – although also, any of the six teams that I think are making the playoffs, I think all have a chance. Um, I do think you have a good chance as well this year, Joe. I just – the problem with you going forward as I look, right, you don't have a lot of assets in terms of – we all know you're going to get that first-round pick in 2026 and that or 2027, whatever year it is that's coming up. What is it? Is it 27? Yeah, 2027. So you're going to get that pick like the second after the draft, and everyone's going to come after it because we all know you. Because you try and trade it immediately for, like, the first name you see. You don't even wait till the training camp hype, which we all know you love. Um, if you could just be a little more patient, you might actually get a little more out of it. Just just a thought, but you do you. You're doing significantly better than me right now. The team's on fire. Um, but going forward, like I said, I'm looking here, right? You have Hal and Love. You have to keep both of them unless you can get, you know... Justin Fields and a couple pieces from zip, maybe something like that, to help add to your depth. Because that's the problem: your starting lineup is pretty good. They're putting up a ton of points, obviously. Your depth is is terrible. You have Tim Boyle, you have Taylor Heineke. Those aren't startable guys. Nor do I think they have a long-term future in the league. You have you know Ty Chandler, who hasn't done well. Jeff Wilson, I get why you have him. Hunt, right? Like I mean, none of these guys are bringing you back anything you got Burks on the IR. I mean, he's probably the biggest – him and Mike Williams, I guess, are the two biggest names. You have three fourth-round picks in 22 and 26 and one next year – or this year. So it's just like you don't have a ton of depth going forward, and that's what's sort of scary. Now, again, I could see a scenario where you trade the two quarterbacks, you get lesser quarterbacks back, you get a couple skill players involved, maybe get a couple picks involved, and then that can help you build that depth back up. But in this moment in time, you're not going to do that. For one, the line's passed, and two, you have a chance this year. So I see why you didn't. But – that, that seems to be uh, uh, something I can see going forward for you. Um, so your team eight. Team seven for now, Gomer, uh, you have a lot of young skills uh, that you're going to add to, obviously. Um, you're going to need a, some of them to obviously pan out, as you hope. Um, you know, a guy like Zay Flowers has looked – or no, I'm sorry, that's Robbie's team, wrong team. Whoops. Uh, Tank Dell, obviously, I know you're super high on him. You got him. That looks good. Uh Rice has not looked great. Godwin's getting older. You want a guy like A.T. Perry to sort of hit? Don't think he will, but you never know. McLaughlin, Roshan Johnson, Isaiah Spiller Evans, Chris Brown, like all those guys are younger. Um, you know, those are guys that you're hoping are gonna get more touches as the year goes on, and especially next year, Kendry Miller, Jonathan Mingo. So I mean you have a lot of young guys, Sky Moore, um Addison, obviously. Uh, A lot of guys that, you know, you're going to end up cutting a bunch of them because you're going to add different players and pieces. But those are some of the guys that you're really hoping that pan out. Um, But you have a bunch of picks. You have my pick, you have Jeremy's pick, you have Tim's and Joe's. Reality is Tim is out on a middle pick. But reality is Jeremy, Joe, and I can all lose, or two of the three of those teams could theoretically lose the first week of playoffs. And that really pumps up your picks even higher. So you got a lot of young talent. You're going to only add to that at the skill positions, I'd imagine. Um, Maybe you throw in a quarterback if you like one. Um, You've got Watson. You've got Cousins. Those should be fine for the next year. Um, And, again, you still have a bunch of picks not only this year, but you have some in 2025 and a bunch in 2026. So you have plenty of picks um, to add to that skill group and quarterback group if you want as we go forward so for now you're seven but the future is starting to look much brighter and it'll look even more uh, post like April 20th or whatever day the draft is. Team number six uh, I don't love it but I'm going to put you here Jared Uh, the skills are just a little long in the tooth I've mentioned this a few times Um, it's they're still producing and I know you're still you're, you're happy with all of them obviously as you should be I just think it's Uh, just yeah I mean Eckler's getting older C-Mac's getting older Barkley Hill you know Chase is very good obviously I mean you're still very good and you're gonna be fine again you're gonna find someone that's gonna want those guys that are gonna make a run cough cough Gomer I'm sure he'll probably pay for some of them because it's what he does he can't help himself my god I need to learn how to get the sound of text messages out of this thing so I don't have to fucking listen to this shit all the time um quarterbacks are amazing though um Burrow, obviously banged up. Mahomes, you know, hasn't had his best year, but regardless, those are two guys that, you know, I imagine the Chiefs are going to learn from this, even though they're still right there, and they're probably going to try and add uh, Devontae Adams at Kansas City. That'd be not a not a bad little, whew, just thought of that, I'm out of nowhere. So, I don't think you're in a terrible spot. I just, I don't, like I said, I didn't love putting you there in the first place. I just think some of the, the, the skills are a little bit... Um, little bit older than you know some of the other guys ahead of you and you just don't have a lot of picks to to, to change that up but again those guys can command picks and or some younger assets back so your team number five I think I might have said six but i meant five team number four I'm gonna put myself there uh I love my quarterbacks obviously my skills are eh um because I'm in my own brain unlike the rest of you I can't I don't know what you guys are all thinking I'm probably going to make some trades in the off season around the draft that's sort of my my assumption If I had to guess, things can change, but that's where I sit right now. Uh, Three, Jeremy, you're similar to me. It's like, it's just the opposite. Your skills are really good. Your quarterbacks are, I think your quarterbacks are a little bit better in terms of compared to my skills, if that makes sense. Um, Obviously, I think uh, Lawrence and Tua, Tua's having a good year. Lawrence is just, he still hasn't quite figured it out. Kyler, I think, is only going to continue to get better going forward still. He's obviously a a very good fantasy player, as we've seen in the past. Um, You get Dobbins back next year. I don't know if he's going to have a job, at least not in Baltimore. But, you know, you got guys like Kirk, who's in a good spot. you got Kenny Walker. Pierce is getting healthy. Um, Garrett Wilson will have a better quarterback next year. Najee, whatever. Etienne. Still very good, AJ Brown. Still in a good spot. Waddle being in a good spot. Brees Hall will have a better quarterback, similar to the Wilson thing. So I just think your your skills are are, are a, a good notch and a half above mine, where your quarterbacks are probably only about a notch below. So that's where you come in at third. Team number two is Tim. Uh, I don't love your quarterback too still, but your skills are I think are unmatched, um, and I think they hold a lot of value, and I think you can get a guy. In the quarterback two spot, if you still want, uh, come this offseason, obviously you're going to have Allen and Goff and still have Stafford and all that sort of thing. I just think if you could find another quarterback, I think you would. Um, and there are some out there. There will be some. I mean, you look at Mendo. Mendo's got three. Um, team number one is Mendo. I talked about it a little, and I'll talk about it again. I, like I said, I thought you were a playoff team to start the year. I thought you were fringe playoff, four, five, six, somewhere in that range. And you've built this monster, and I don't think you sacrificed a ton for it um you know you go look at your your team right now we already talked about your starting lineup you still have a first round pick in 2026 you got a guy like Quentin Johnson whose value is terribly low right now but maybe he turns it around he still has a great quarterback they're gonna have a total staff change I would imagine in San Diego no more Kellen Moore no more um Staley at head coach so you still have some hope there for him and obviously when you have a guy like Herbert throwing the ball it's you know there's a lot of potential there Hollywood Brown good um you know, you still have Lamar, like I just mentioned. You have a guy like Tim possibly looking for another quarterback. He's got a ton of skills you can add to it. So you've built a monster. You haven't sacrificed. You're, you still, you're, you guys are young. They're talented. You still have the first-round pick in 2026. Uh, it's very impressive. And in worst-case scenario, if you think you need to sell something, you have a lot of things to sell. You've got Lamb. You've got JSN. You've got Lamar, like I said, or Stroud or Dax, whichever one you want to move. So... I'm I'm impressed uh by what you've done. Whew. Okay. Fifty-two minutes is enough, I think. Um Yep, that's it. That's all I got. I got nothing left. Team ten, currently, Gomer, nine, Robbie, eight, Cole. Seven, Zip, six, me, five, Jeremy, four, Joe, three, Jared. Two, Tim. One, Mendo. Teams one through six, I do believe all have a chance, assuming those are the teams that get into the playoffs. Um, Didn't do week 13. Me and Gomer, I take myself. Joe and Zip, I'm going to take Joe. Jeremy and Tom, I'm going to take Mendo. Cole and Robbie, uh, I think I'm going to take Robbie because Cole doesn't have two quarterbacks. And Jared and Tim, I'm going to take Jared, actually. Surprise. Um... Future rankings, Robbie 10, Cole 9, Joe 8, Gomer 7, Zip is 6, Jared's 5, I'm 4, Jeremy's 3, Tim is 2, and Mendo is 1. Looking good, Mendo, which means that you, my friend, are fucked. I don't think I've ever picked a winner. So, might as well just turn in the keys now. All right, boys, that's a Thimrid. We will talk to you guys next week. The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten, he wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won.